0: On this episode of break up to wake up is divorce the worst
1: breakup ever um I don't know um, I think your emotions are different every day yeah when you're dissolving a marriage and we're dissolving a marriage we're dissolving a business you know yeah. we're dissolving our, our, our family structure that, that we built and your emotions are just some days it's like, I'm waking up to 2 a.m. phone calls of like, I don't, I, I love you, I miss my family. Yeah. Or some she's waking up to 2 a.m. phone calls, like why the fuck, tell me um
0: So yeah, I was cool with her doing her thing, she's cool with me doing my thing, but we didn't really do a lot. Like it was just, she had one person that she was sometimes with, I had one person I was sometimes with. And so we were at a point where we were arguing constantly And um, her person lived in her hometown. So she went to go visit her family where this person was. And I was kind of like waiting the whole weekend for her to say she was gonna go see her and hang out with her so that I could say, don't do anything with her right now. This is a bad time, we're arguing a lot. Um, And so I like kept waiting for her to say something and she never did. And then like a month later, she was like, oh yeah, I like had sex with her that weekend.
1: And I was like, but is it cheating? I Well, I think, I
0: feel like now I feel like it's <laughs> cheating because I'm like, the whole, po- like, cheating is a bad thing because it's breaking of the trust. You know, like, that was our only rule was you just have to tell me after something happens. and I have to tell you after something happens. So if you had to wait, a- she waited a month and then brought it up in an um, argument. So obviously and, she knew. Yeah, and I was just like, you, because I was like, you were on the phone with me while, we were on the phone the whole weekend. So I was like, you were driving there. And then weren't on the phone with me, and then like we're leaving, and got back on the phone with me. Like I thought she was going to her family's house the whole weekend. Like at some point there was a lie in there where you went to yeah, her house and didn't say it,
1: you know. So I was. She came just, over. Yeah. yeah Maybe like, she met the family.
0: Did she, did she meet the family? She's cool with her family. Yeah. Like yep. she's known this girl since high school. Oh. Well, yeah so she probably so, came over yeah or or that. something like that You were so trusting. Just, I was yeah cuz I was like you have no reason not to tell me like we've agreed to this I'm cool with it you told me before and it was fine why are you lying now when we're in a bad space that's why like yeah I guess I yeah I was like what's that I felt cheated on because it was like a betrayal of trust and it is for you to not tell me that you know and then for you to do it in the first place when you know we're in a bad space and that yeah. was not gonna help anything you know so i just feel like from that point the trust was broken yeah. and i just like couldn't really regain it at that point i'm suspicious of everything you do everything. i don't know if anything you say is honest or yes. not and it's also just like i'm also like resentful at that point yeah like i'm so chill i'm so <laughs> nice i literally let you fuck other bitches and you can't even just tell me that you did something can't do that right you know yeah you know so i just no. think that was for me in that relationship i think that was like the main point of no return, yeah. where after that things could not be salvaged. You know, so, yeah. To you. Oh. <laughs> so to you, <laughs> where do you think that point was for for you? Like where, like where, like you know, you kept trying afterwards, but where it's just that was maybe if you if you could pinpoint it, what do you think that might be.
1: You know, honestly, that getting to a point where I. I uh, I'm not sure, sh- I wasn't sure it could be salvage. It actually happened recently.
0: Mm.
1: So we've been through a lot. Um, we've been through a lot in our marriage. we went through a good amount in our relationship. A lot of which broke me down. I thought broke me completely. But I come from a family of just married people. Mm. And so I always grew up with the understanding that you're going to go through some really, really, really hard times in a marriage. Yeah. If anybody gets married and they think, oh, my gosh, well, we were so happy and in love before we got married, so we're going to be so happy and in love every day after. And like we'll have small arguments, but, like, that's it. We're perfect. You aren't ready for marriage. Yeah. Because you're, you're signing up to be with somebody else for forever and going through their journey with them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't... The point for me where it's like maybe there is no return happened maybe like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or so when mm-hmm. my when my my mom was like I'm not gonna answer any more of her phone calls mm-hmm. and my sister was like I no longer even want to hear about what you guys go through and like when you get to that place where my family is like they're the best like you can come to them for anything they don't hold anything against anyone mm-hmm. um they don't treat anybody different they don't there have been people who have broke my heart and my mom still will have lunch with them yeah. like, she's like they didn't do nothing to me mm-hmm. right so, like dang mom so when my family gets to that place and some of my friends get to a place where they're just like i don't even want to hear her name mm-hmm. it's like It just puts things into... Yeah, like it shifts yeah. yeah. And that, for me, like, it wasn't the cheating. It wasn't the lying. It wasn't, like, the stuff that, like, the world doesn't know. It it was my family and my friends being like, okay, we're going to go ahead and just kind of turn our back yeah. here. Because my family doesn't turn their back on anyone. Mm-hmm. I did a lot. So my mom's always like, I don't know who's going to return when. Yeah. But also, everyone's married. So they're just, like... People go through things in mm-hmm. marriages, and even if you guys take a quick break, we want her to know that like we're still her family. You mm-hmm. know, their last conversation, my mom literally was like, "I love you, you're my daughter." Mm-hmm. So for her to just be like, "I've like, had enough, I won't answer anymore for her," it's mm-hmm. just like,
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so. I get that. Because sometimes, you know, the feelings of others are a lot more, like, impactful, you know? Like, I think I think the only time I was more heartbroken than when I had my heart broken was when I had to break someone else's heart that I really cared about, you know? Yeah. So, I totally, I get that.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I don't know if we reached a full place of, like, no return just yet. I think it's, it, divorce is messy, breakups are messy. Yeah they're really messy if they are a divorce mm-hmm. I I can walk away from anybody but it's like you sign that 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 paperwork with this person to be your forever spouse mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit different um, which makes things a little bit more difficult so I don't know if we've reached a full place of like not ever being able to work things out I just know that right now where we are is like not right now yeah my mama don't want to talk to you right now. So like yeah. not right now. Okay. <laughs> not right no. now. Okay. So there is kind
0: of like, you know, maybe like a twinkle.
1: Um I don't know. Um, I think your emotions are different every day. Yeah. When you're dissolving a marriage and we're dissolving a marriage, we're dissolving a business, you know, yeah. we're dissolving our, our, our family structure that that we built. And your emotions are just some days it's like I'm waking up to 2 a.m. phone calls of mm-hmm. like I don't I I love you I miss my family yeah or some days she's waking up to 2 a.m. phone calls like why the fuck did it take you so long to answer the phone for me like mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> like what the hell is happening or sometimes it's like all right look um, yeah I don't want I don't want you mm-hmm. I don't want I don't fucking want you either. be there and then some yeah. days it's like you want to just talk <laughs> you know yeah, and it's like oh, totally, all right. Yeah. And then some days I it's do like, right, don't yeah. fucking call me. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, so. I totally <laughs> Yeah, I was my
0: first girlfriend. We were on and off for, like, four and a half years. Mm-mm. Yeah, just... what did you learn from that, though? Um, I learned a lot. <laughs> like you can watch, watch the past four episodes of Break Up to Wake Up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, but I think the main thing I learned was just that, like... I think I just had a really big misunderstanding of what love was, which is especially different now with my current partner. Cause I think my first girlfriend was like my first kiss, my first oh. everything, first person I had done anything with. First person I was even like really like attracted to. Oh, yeah. You know, like it was just love at first sight. Wait, I you so think you've always dated girls? Yeah. That's gay. I know, nobody ever nobody ever thinks that. <laughs> I ever. When I was in college, I gave a whole presentation on like really bad dating apps profiles, and they were all women's profiles. And then after class, people were like, wow, where did you see those profiles? And I was like, when I was on dating apps, looking <laughs> for women. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, guys are gay. I gave a whole presentation on lesbian dating profiles. You've never whatever. dated a guy? No? Huh. I went on one date with one guy. Yeah. And that date was actually like two years ago. It was my first date with a guy. You're like, let
1: me just uh oh, let me just Yeah, do
0: it. I think I just I had a crush on him. I think because I was on set and he was like the camera guy. <laughs> and I think I just liked that he held the big camera I was like, Wow, you're so in charge No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then when we were on a date I was like, never mind. Never where, mind. why am I here? Like, <laughs> now you know he definitely was not in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um What
1: was it? for that? Oh. Your long term. Oh story. yeah, yeah. I I because
0: like I think I just loved her because it felt like destiny. It felt like passion. It felt yeah. like I'm so obsessed with you. It feels like I'm tied to you. It feels like I'm so obsessed with you. You're the coolest, sexiest person I've ever met in my life. I'm just so in love with you. It's like I love you beyond reason. I love you when it doesn't and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like that sounds really romantic, but it's also like I have no actual concrete reason for loving you. Yeah. We're not compatible. You don't treat me well. Yeah. I don't think. We have the same lifestyle. Like, we don't, you know, it's like, I think love is, uh, it should be a little logical. Like, you should be able to say, I love you because of this, this, and this, and this about you. It shouldn't just be like, I I love you because I love you. you. Yeah, you know? So, I think that was the biggest thing I learned, is that it changed kind of my understanding of what love is supposed to, like, really be like and feel like. Because sometimes you can't articulate it. It's just like,
1: yeah, like I think My it should be a little, soul little of that. Just
0: wants yeah, this I think there needs to be an aspect of <laughs> that. But I like I think it should be like seventy thirty. Like seventy <laughs> percent of it makes sense, and then thirty percent of it is, like yeah. is like that's okay. the part that's like I love you one day is when I hate you. Is that little thirty percent? Yeah, it's magic. Okay, I see you. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, that makes sense.
1: That makes <laughs> sense. I see you. I see you.
0: So as all of this has been, you know, kind of going on, what are some things that you've been? Uh, like leaning into to like process to cope mm-hmm. to heal like you know like meditation therapy, therapy friends work
1: like so I was only really mm, I guess on paper I've been married for for a little over two years but in real life I don't feel like I've ever really gotten to be married mm. and um I'm the kind of person you always like. Ugh, you always like see those, those stories of those girls that are like, "Oh, when I'm in a relationship, like a serious relationship, I don't really hang out with my friends." Mm-hmm. I'm I'm partial that. Like, I bring my friends into my relationship. Like, okay. bitch, you're about to be our third wheel, yeah. right? <laughs> or nothing. Um, but I'm not leaving the house to go have drinks with my friends and hang out with my friends, and I'm not going on trips with my friends and not bringing mm-hmm. my partner. Um, In 2020, I got married in 2020. In 2021, I had a full, like, just a full breakdown. And I realized, you know, um, towards the end of 2021, beginning of 2022, I didn't have anything for myself, Mm. right? My spouse was able to still go out and enjoy herself and go to parties. And I'm at home, like, fully breaking down on the Mm. floor because she maintained... Her life outside of our relationship, and I did not. Mm-hmm. So now, now that I'm in this like space of being separated and single, um, I have leaned so heavy on my real friends. You know, and your real friends are a little bit different than the friends that you meet that are also like in the same industry. Yeah. Um. I'm not. I don't care about the popularity. I care about who's going to really, who's going to really soothe my soul?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, who could I turn to for real mental support, emotional support? Because dissolving a marriage is difficult. And I have anxiety, I have an anxious attachment style. Mm-hmm. So I was breaking out a lot. So my friends and um, my therapist, I got in therapy um, early on in 2022 after my realization that I had I had just what's it called i removed everyone from my life so i god what is the fucking word like isolated 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 myself so i got in therapy so i'm in therapy um and i just see my friends more often and for me it really is about like also just making it a point to go outside Mm -hmm. um in my marriage because we were always getting booked for things or we were always hosting something i got to a place where i was only going outside if it was if it was, like, beneficial in some way. Yeah. I wasn't going to pop up at anybody's club if I wasn't going to have a section, be on the flyer, get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, I just want to go outside. do to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be out here. Live life. Yes, live life. so now it's like, okay, I'm I'm out here, I'm outside, I'm coming outside, I'm making an effort, and I'm hanging out with my friends, and I'm I'm calling my family, and I'm... In therapy and I also see my psychiatrist because therapists can't give you any medication (laughs) (laughs) and that's my thing and also just taking a step back I don't need to I don't need to always give all of me I don't need to put a project out all the time I don't Mm. need to uh, when I was breaking down I was putting projects out like nobody's business Mm. I was having full mental breakdowns Mm. at the time and I wasn't even Getting out of bed outside of working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would literally finish, like, literally leave set, literally go home. Sometimes, if you had like a good day, be like, okay, let's celebrate this good day, let's have this good moment. But for the most part, I was going right back into bed. Mm-hmm. Or I was in bed before I had to get dressed to get to be on set somewhere. Like, I was so depressed. It sounds like,
0: func- yeah, functioning depression.
1: Bags. And so now it's like, okay, do I need to be functioning? Do I need to work? Do I need mm-hmm. to. I, luckily, I've been in a position where I don't need to work. So it's like, I get to kind of just. Have easy yeah. days and
0: hang out with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I hope I get there. <laughs> One day I'm just like to work all day and work some more and then work some more is my life. No, there's
1: nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I've just been fortunate that yeah. this past few months I haven't had to like the daily grind or hustle culture. I, I, I don't have to leave my house. Okay. So it's like... Now I'm, I'm I'm choosing to leave my house and I'm choosing to leave my house for my mental health. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, what was that? That like went around TikTok a lot during COVID. It was like take a hot girl walk
1: <laughs> <laughs> for your mental health. <laughs> it's <think> true. So. <laughs> it's so true. So that's where I'm at, and I love it. I'm I'm, I'm blessed. esque
0: yes yes. Um. So what has that been? What has therapy and just this process kind of like giving you right now? Oh like, God. what are you learning
1: about this is, yourself? I'm this thinking. is so good. This is so good. Oh my gosh, this is, this is the best. <laughs> oh, this is the best thing I've learned. <laughs> kid you not, kid you not, kid you not, kid you not. Okay, so one of the things that I'm learning in therapy that I love is how to define your emotions. Mm-hmm. So according to my therapist, and this is, this is true, like now that I'm about to say this, like I really want you to think. How many words do you know um, that you recognize on a daily basis that will define your emotion? For most people, it's less than 10 words. Mm-hmm. So we react based off of what we know, mm-hmm. what we can easily define, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would be feeling like discouraged. But instead of instead of instead of saying I'm feeling discouraged, I would mentally translate that to like I'm frustrated or I'm angry. Mm-hmm. And so now outwardly, I'm. That's 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 what I'm displaying. Anger, but really I'm feeling discouraged because maybe this happened and it let, it it let me down. Yeah. Maybe I'm feeling um, insecure, mm-hmm. and for a lot of people, especially women, it's difficult to to admit when we're feeling insecure about something, mm-hmm. especially to our partners, because we get like chastised for our emotions. But really, women handle emotions. Yeah. Wow. Um. So instead of saying I'm feeling like really like talking to your partner instead of saying I'm feeling really insecure, like let's say you're at a club and your partner was, I don't know, at a bar, and they're supposed to be ordering you a drink, but they're talking to some girl. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at this girl and you're like, she's kind of cute, how do I look, right? (laughs) Right? And you know that that's what you're feeling inside. Mm -hmm. But instead, because you don't want to say I'm insecure, because no bitch, no bitch makes me feel insecure. Now it's like, I'm frustrated, because why the fuck am I still waiting for a drink and you're talking to this girl? So that's what you, you walk into a situation leading with anger. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of walking up to your partner and like being able to, to say, hey, I'm feeling a little bit insecure because you're talking to this yeah. girl and I've, I've been waiting for a drink. Yeah, What's going on? Which could have easily been a simple, oh shit, um, I haven't even got the bartender's attention. Yeah. My bad, sorry. We was just talking about how this bitch can't work. Yeah, You miss <laughs> all of that yeah. when you walk yeah. in angry because yeah. you haven't, you, you aren't prepared to say I'm feeling insecure and then outwardly admit that to your partner. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think a lot of um, emotions get like too simplified. Mm-hmm. So it's like someone's trying to explain to you like all, if all you're getting is I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm mad, but you're not getting like are you hurt? Are you frustrated? Are you impatient? Are you, you know, if you're not really getting those details, it's yes. really hard as a partner to like Respond in a way that's actually going to help the situation.
1: It's hard for you to communicate. Yeah. So I'm learning how to be able to comfortably define my emotions so that I can also um, comfortably explain them Mm -hmm. to other people. Um, As a woman, sometimes we feel insecure when it comes to explaining our emotions because people, especially a feminine woman, Mm -hmm. because people always especially in Atlanta. no, just in general, like yeah. <laughs> people make it seem like, oh, here you are, it's always something, you're always moody, mm-hmm. you're always this, and it's like, am I a fucker? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I feel even more insecure. Uh-huh. But you have to be able to define your emotion before you're able to express it. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't internally defined it to yourself, whatever outward expression you're gonna, you know, give to your partner, it's gonna be something that's gonna be wrong or misconstrued. Yeah. It's not gonna help your your your, your communication. Sure. I'm still working with that because I surely just had an argument with my spouse early today. When I, mean, I could have just told her I'm frustrated, but I didn't. Yeah. So. I agree. <laughs> it's, <hard>. yeah. <laughs> it's a process.
0: Um. <laughs> what do you think are some things that you know? In the case there is you know not reconciliation and you're you know moving over to other relationships mm-hmm. at some point. Do you think that there is anything like is there anything you can see right now that you might you know like, be triggered by in the future, mm-hmm. like by other you know like things that you might you know carry with you for a time until they're able to be like really processed that might like trigger you really easily?
1: Um. Yes and no. I mean, I I'm I've never been the kind of person who's um who's who's. Someone else does something and then I take it into a situation with me. I mm-hmm. kind of, I'm so naive. So good. No, it's <laughs> so bad. Um, they do the same shit. Um, but I'm such a, I try to just clean slate people. Mm-hmm. But I think that after this, yeah. Um, I think going forward, I know for a fact I wouldn't want to date somebody who's like, who wants to be famous. Mm um i I would not be able to date somebody who cares more about what the public thinks than my comfort at home, yeah that's I'm um, like that uh, I'm taking it with me through life, yeah, um, and I don't think I would be able to I don't think I have any more like accepting anyone's lies in me, yeah. Yeah, you, know, like you always hear those girls, they like see those like videos or see those memes and it's like I got I got one more of this left over me and God, I'm God. about to lose it. <laughs> I don't have any more like lies in yeah. me. I don't think I can I don't think I can make any more excuses for why somebody just would drag me along or or not mm-hmm. be honest. Um Going forward, like, yeah, for me, I think now it's just gonna be like a hard stop, even with like small eyes because small lines turn into large lives. Yeah, if you're obsessed with being famous, I'm good. Um, you're trying to break into like this industry or whatever, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and you want to be like a YouTuber? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good actually. What's great? Cr- There's a girl, she's super interested, it's not me. And once I feel like you've lied to me, I think I'm just gonna have to like hard stop. I can't handle any more lies. Yeah. I'm gonna lose my shit and be on I D T V. <laughs> we don't
0: we don't want that. So <laughs> you, know, you know what I will say that I think is like um like a trap? I think people fall into this trap of like I think it's good that you said you try to give everybody like a clean slate but I think uh, I think sometimes people fall into this trap of thinking like oh I told this person I was lied to so never much never done that again so th- <laughs> yeah and then- think people sometimes have this idea like oh well I told them I've been lied to yes. so much so they're not gonna lie to me and it's like um no that person's gonna lie to you lie you know it's you. like if you tell them you got cheated on a million times and then they cheat on you you're like oh my god but I told them I was already yeah it's like no that was that doesn't really I think people sometimes think that offers some kind of protection and it I'm like it really doesn't. Facts, it doesn't which is do I'm, like, I'm
1: no longer wasting my time yeah, like telling um, you the things that hurt me fuck no yeah. Oh, I, I don't know, I'm an overcommunicator, so I probably will, but I don't want to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> I see those those luxury <laughs> chicks talking about don't give no, I and I yeah. agree. I fucking agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because that's what you think. Yeah. You're like, and I, I've had like full-on, like I'm holy crying to my wife, like, I've told you things that I've gone through. Like, why would you do this to me? And I'm like emotional, like, why would you do this to me? And she's just looking at me like I don't got an answer for you, so yeah. I don't
0: know. Like, I just, I just <laughs> did what I thought. I just did what I did. On the next episode of Breakup to Wake Up, how are you coping with this divorce? No,
1: I want anybody going through a breakup to know and understand that breakups are hard. You're not by yourself. And sometimes you might be hurting so badly because you want to call them, because you want to talk to them, because you did call them and they didn't answer or they told you that they didn't want to talk to you, you might be hurting so badly that you're laying on the bathroom floor crying your eyes out and that is okay.